0: I recently read a comment where someone said that attraction is important, but sometimes character overshadows that and can make a person more attractive. Do we have attraction all wrong? Are we truly understanding of what true attraction is? I'm Angie Roll, stick around with me and let's talk love. So I don't know if you guys seen, but there was a um, you know how like we had those little trends going around on TikTok and Instagram Reels and stuff like that. And so there was a little Kim one where the beat like do 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 do. And so it was kind of like you would say like something like dodging my husband when he's trying to give advice. I saw one like that, but there was a girl who said dodging all the unattractive men and y'all know that sent the men and women into a tussle on the internet. They were saying things like, but you ain't even that cute, simple-minded to a whole slew of things that is unimportant right now, but we're talking about true attraction today. And so of course, y'all know it got your girl thinking about things and um, just wondering what true attraction is and how we simply throw that word around. Along with my opinion, I did some further research on this because I wanted to give like real facts and share You know, just important things that people need to understand about uh, attraction. So you know how sometimes we can see a couple and they look so odd together. And it may be what we see as an unattractive person with a fine person or whatever the case may be. And we instantly become judgmental because um, we're wanting to know what he or she's in this sees in this person and they are unattracted, they are attracted, not unattracted, they are attracted to what we can't see. And it's something deeper and beyond surface level things. And so I wanted to share and clarify, before we jump into things, the types of attraction. And you can Google this on the internet but I, uh, I'm i going to cite my resources and if you're watching on YouTube, the link to those resources will be in the description because I want to make sure that I'm giving credit to where credit is due when it comes to talking about these different types of attractions. And then I'll get into my opinion and we'll talk about some more things regarding that. But according to an article written by Roma Kund, K-U-N-D-E, and reviewed by Poonam Sadav, I completely butchered those names, my bad, but... <laughs> according to an article that on webmd.com, there are five types of attractions. So the first one is aesthetic, which is like the person's appearance and it has nothing to do with sex. It could be how um, well they dress, like are they built good, but you don't necessarily want to have sex with them. Right. The second attraction is emotional attraction which is one of my favorite attractions but i'll talk about that later on y'all <laughs> they are very aware of their feelings and expressive and you are attracted to the fact that they know how to manage their feelings which in turn means they're going to know how to manage yours these people can also be emotionally available uh, emotionally available so you're attracted to the fact that they're not emotionally uh, unavailable And like I said, they can deal with their feelings and then they can deal with yours as well. The third attraction is sexual attraction. So this is is what it is. There's no, you know, twirl about it. But this is your desire for one thing, which is sex. The fourth one is physical attraction. So this is more about intimacy, right? Intimacy, like hugging, You know, holding hands, they're touchy-feely, you know, cuddles, stuff like that. That's physical attraction. And then the fifth attraction is romantic. So this is a possible combination of all the attractions that bring you into a relationship you're you're romantically attracted to this person so like i said it means all of the attractions uh, above all however according to an article on www.marriage.com it was written by expert blogger sylvia smith there are seven types of attractions so she did talk about aesthetic She talked about emotional, sexual, physical, romantic, all the attractions that I just previously described. But then she had two more and this one was intellectual attraction. So this is a person who challenges you, they stimulate your, your mind, someone you can experience new things with, they encourage you and your growth, etc. So things like select intellectual stimulation. Then the seventh one is a reciprocal, which is you're only attracted to them because they are attracted to you. And we're going to talk more about that later on. But the most important attract, attraction to me and what I've seen in couples just in general is emotional. This is where connections are built, guys, and it's so important that we discuss this. I feel like when you can understand somebody and their emotions and not only that, but how to deal with them, you have excelled and you can have true romance in your relationship. You can be stimulated intellectually and all those other attractions that you have. Emotional attraction, is what's going to truly, truly keep your relationship because it's all about understanding. And the most dangerous attraction, in my opinion, is the reciprocal attraction. So this is the seventh attraction that Sylvia Smith wrote about. And this is where you kind of lose yourself, guys. I think this is often for people who lack good self-esteem, who lack, um, you know, good self-worth in themselves. And as I said in a previous podcast, people that are only attracted to somebody because they're attracted to them, I feel like they're more excited about the idea of a person and not the fact that they actually like this person. They just like the fact that they have somebody as opposed to actually liking them back and wanting, they just like companionship with, but they don't care about anything else. And so I wanna talk really briefly about what influences how we perceive someone, what attracts us to them, what defines how we are attracted to someone. And the first thing, of course, is social media. Social media has now given us this distorted view of what true attraction is. We see somebody with somebody and then all of a sudden we decide that's what we want for our uh, relationship. That's what we feel like we need. The second thing is how we grew up. So what we saw can determine you know what attraction is past relationships right so you could have been in a relationship with somebody who was sexy but they didn't give nothing else to you so now you're really realizing like sexy ain't it i need something a little bit more or you could have been in a, in a relationship with somebody who didn't intellectually stimulate you and now you need somebody that you can grow and just do big things with um then ourselves you know we get in our own way sometimes Um, you know, we, we can define how we sometimes, and when I say ourselves, I'm talking about how we feel about ourselves internally. Um, so those are things to think about. But when I Googled this, I saw there was a lot of true love being attached to what attraction is. And I thought this was very asinine because, First of all, aesthetics don't mean that you'll love a person. Sexual attraction doesn't equate to love because people have sex with people all the time. Random people, people that they just met a half a day ago, but that doesn't mean they love them. They're just sexually (laughs) attracted to them or whatever the case may be. So I think it's very asinine to include love and attraction within the same category of one another. And I want to clarify real quick the difference between love and attraction. Love is unselfish, whereas attraction is very, very selfish. It's about your desires, how you are stimulated. But love is about whether or not you can give that back in return. It's unselfish. Can you give what you're trying to get from this person? And this leads me to say that certain attractions won't turn into love certain attractions are not going to turn into love as they're built on superficial things things that are not going to last like if you're attracted to how somebody appears one day naturally what's going to happen their looks are going to dissipate like they're not going to look the same as they do but because we're on social media and we see celebrities looking good in their 50s and 60s boom we think it's possible I mean, with God, all things are possible. However, God gave us common sense to understand that most of us don't have celebrity money. Most of us regular people out here aren't getting Botox and skin cleansings every week. Like that stuff costs $150. Trust me, I looked it up because I would love to get that (laughs) once a week. So $150 for a good one. We can't all afford lipos and BBLs and things of that sort. And sometimes, let's keep it a buck, black does crack let's not sit up here and act like we ain't ever seen a black person that looked older than what they are. Drugs can do it to you. Alcohol can do it to you. Life stress can do it to you. And all that, no matter what your skin complexion is, will make you look older than what you are. So we can't just go based off of looks. Now, getting back to the opening statement, I do want to talk about that. I 1000% agree that With the fact that you can be with somebody who you think is unattractive, follow me, you can be with somebody who you think is unattractive to you, looks wise, but what they do intellectually and emotionally makes you think they are absolutely beautiful because all of that overrides the fact that "Mm, this person may be a little bit look wise unattractive or I don't like the way they dress. You know, I believe... That certain aspects of a person can make you shun other not-so-attractive aspects of them 1,000%. I think it's superficial also, you know, to only date whom you are aesthetically attracted to. And here is where that problem lies with that. Women and men who shun the unattractive based on looks. Like, that's not a good idea to do because like I said looks are going to fade eventually and you might not look ugly but you're certainly going to look different like I'm 70 pounds heavier than what I was when my husband first met me I'm glad he didn't marry me because I was 130 pounds or something like that because he would have divorced my ass a long time ago now I just went over the different types of attraction so we know there are several ways to be attracted to somebody and multiple attractions is what leads you to what we call a romantic relationship so here's my question to everybody if there are several ways to be attracted to somebody why are we basing who we date and marry off of that one attraction Off of the fact that they have a fat ass or they're over six feet. We're missing a whole lot of attractions based on one attraction. We have condensed ourselves based on one attraction. We are probably missing what will feed and nurture us to over one attraction. Over one attraction. Because you're aesthetically attracted to them. But you're missing intellectual. You're missing emotional. Listen, your partner, life partner, husband, wife, significant other, whatever you want to call them, will never be 100% what you need or what you desire. It's just not their responsibility to be that. And it's not what they should be there for. That's why most of people end up single and unhappy for the rest of their life. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You know, we have to be really, truly mindful of judging people, but more gracefully, You need to be in alignment with yourself before you can figure that out. And uh, my first two episodes of this season of the podcast, I believe it was episode 60 and 61, talked a lot about that. So you can go back and check that out on your own time of just being in alignment with yourself, being true to yourself and loving on yourself before you can love on somebody else. So I wanted to share... Before we end today's podcast, guys, I wanted to share some ways to help you better understand attraction to someone and some things that we definitely need to be thinking about and being mindful of. Number one, take your time. I cannot express this enough. Like, Take your time. Some attractions are very quick. Right, so don't judge somebody based off of aesthetics or sexual. Indulge in conversation, ask the important questions, get to know them, talk about things. I have a product coming out if it's not out already. Relationship um, questions that you should be discussing. I'm not going to discuss it just in case it's not out yet, but questions that you should be asking in each phase of relationship, so dating committed and then ultimately when you get married right because you have to maintain take your time indulge in conversation ask the right questions and like i said if you don't know the right questions to ask i'm going to help you out with that it's not already out but very 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 soon number two i've said from the beginning and i'll say this talk until the day i die Get you three non-negotiables, maybe even five that are unrelated to aesthetics. So when you're doing these non-negotiables, you want to think about not aesthetics and physical attraction, right? You want to think about what does his or her character look like to you? How does this person treat you? You know, how do they act on a bad day? These are things, how do they communicate? How do they get angry? These are things to be thinking about in your non-negotiables because it will help you not get confused with the different types of attractions that will keep you focused on your, you know, your end goal. Number three, this is really, really important, is really, truly understanding your expectations. Like what we talked about last week, perfection doesn't exist, but that doesn't mean they aren't worth it. So what are you expecting out of, what do you want? What do you desire from a relationship? What are you truly, truly expecting this person to do for you number four always stay vigilant and this is another important one Uh, probably one of my favorite favorite ones is to watch 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 behaviors you have to watch those green flags just as much as you're watching those red flags so stay vigilant watch behaviors it doesn't mean you just have to exit the relationship every time you see a negative behavior but you still need to be watching that So this person, you know, so you can see, all right, maybe it was just a bad day in that moment. Or wait a minute, this person really acts this way. Number five, remember that your attraction can change over time. So sex may be good, but eventually you might want more. You know, like uh, Carisha and Diddy. I'm not too sure how that's going to last because... Eventually, she's probably gonna want more. And I remember um, Nick Cannon's one of his baby mamas. I think it was Abby De La Rosa. She was on a podcast and she was talking. She directly said, "This is not something that she's going to want long term." So you have to remember that your attraction can change over time. And this is this is partly why I don't promote young marriage. Again, if you want to do it, I'm going to coach you to the best of my ability and also from my experience. But I don't go around promoting it, telling everybody to get married at 18 years old Um, because things change over time. And everybody, if God didn't put that in your heart to do, it's not going to work for you. Like God literally has to have put y'all together for that to be able to work the way you want it to work. And number six, just identify in its totality what you really want out of a relationship. Do you want aesthetics? Is that, is that what you really value? Do you like the sexual? Because you're hiding behind something. Like, what is motivating you? You have to think about what is motivating you. I think I may have a video out on that. How to stay motivated in a relationship. Because sometimes we do get unmotivated. Sometimes we do, you know, suffer with things. And I hope this podcast kind of helped people understand the idea of what true attraction is it has nothing to do with love could it possibly lead to love yes but remember love is unselfish love is patient love is kind Um, you know love is not about what you're gaining it's more about what you're giving so those are things to think about and just the different types of attractions so if you're watching on youtube let me know what you think is the most dangerous attraction And what you think is the best attraction you know mine will always be emotional because it just builds a connection that's deeper than anything like when i understand you i get your feelings i get where you're coming from like that's the ultimate way to connect to your partner um it'll help you problem solve better it'll help you do a whole slew of things so These are things to think about when you're dealing with a relationship. I know it may not seem that way. And if you're not in a relationship, you might not be thinking about it. But you still really do need to be thinking about it because it will help you choose the right person. I'm Angie Rowe, the teen wife that turned my struggles into strength, marital wills into wins, and made the mistakes so you don't have to. I'll see you guys all next week as we talk about being thankful in adversity. Later, guys.